Hello, welcome to the Bach Show. And in this show, my aim is to bring in interesting people. Hello. <laughs> interesting people like Masuda here, and just talk to them like a friend would, like you would talk to a friend, and just. Hello, friend. And just, <laughs> and just connect uh, with them like you would connect with a friend. So I'll, I'll start today. Today we have uh, Masuda Khan, this amazingly authentic personality on the internet who is like a force. She's just keeping our eyes open to a kind of authenticity, which is very rare these days on social media. Thank you. Yeah. So what do you have to say about this perception that people have of you? Like if you ask any intelligent person to describe your persona, it's authenticity, realness, anti-fakeness. So what do you think? Like, I mean, do you feel that way? Is it something you cultivated intentionally? I would, I don't know, I'm, I never ask this or think of myself as someone more authentic than anyone. Others. I think I, this is just who I am and yeah. I just portray who I am on the internet as I would to a friend. So, um, mm. so each video I create or a painting that I create, I try to relate it to my environment, my surroundings, what's happening, uh, politics maybe, or just something I like or dislike, I try to portray it. And I make a video that somehow portrays the process that goes into it. Yeah. Or when I do that, I sometimes I also create a video of me drawing the randomest thing. So it's both ways it doesn't all my art doesn't always have to be for me something that has a goal mm -hmm. the goal is to create to create in the end of the day right right yeah beautiful so creation is the end product so you're saying ah oh, the process or the art has an end goal and the end goal is to it's just to be creative or it's it, it doesn't have an end goal the goal is to create shesh whatever it is um, yeah especially whenever any emotion that I go through a strong emotion a strong feeling of sadness or happiness or anger I try to um, create something but it's not always art because people know me most for artworks hmm. but I also write poems yeah, or poems. like I write so oh. like it can be anything any form of creation I think is very important interesting interesting yeah so you, you, f you look at it as an outlet of yes, expression. But wait, but what was your question? I think I... Oh, no, no, you, you're answering my question perfectly. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, even I forgot my question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, okay, I remember my question, of course. I was asking you that, what is the creative uh, process like? I, I described that, yes. but you also asked me what people's perception. Yeah, how the perception is, is it something that you actively uh, maintain or is it something just comes naturally to you? Because like, I'll, I'll mm. just give an example real quick. Like, let's say if I'm, I'm in the space where I'm creating cars, mm. I'll look at electric cars, let's say I'll look at Tesla, BYD, other manufacturers and try to model something which is similar. Mm. In this uh, influencer space, there mm. are other, other models with, uh, you know, thousands of followers oh. who are having a very curated, very polished, so why do you oh. go against the flow? Oh, it's something that comes naturally to me. Um, I don't curate my persona at all. I think 
I, in a way, I'm very fearless to show who I am. Can I see? Because you see people I, accepting you. Accepting me? No, for who you are. No, some people actually think I'm. Uh, they, they don't like my persona. Some uh, uh, there is a fraction of people who do not like my content. What they think I'm too happy <laughs> for them, but that's the way I am. And um, so, like you, no matter what you do, you'll have people who do like your style, and because the world is so big and there are yeah, so many there, different. Yeah, there are always going to be people who are going to hate fine. you. Yeah, that's fine. Right? Yeah, that's fine. Doesn't that bother you? Not at all. So that's what I'm uh, talking about when I say that I fearlessly portray myself out there. So I think when I like when someone is not impressed by you, do you feel like like putting yourself on their face that look who I am? No, I I uh, nah, I feel like acha. If you don't like me, that's fine. That's Maybe block me. Like no need. So you don't have to go. Uh, it's okay if you do not like me. It's okay. Great. Let's talk about a little about the, um, well, your journey. Like, what got you started onto something which, you know, which made you very famous nationwide to the point where national newspapers are writing about you. So that's, that's a decent level of fame that you've accomplished in this young age. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a, it can be measured. So uh, when we do this measurement, you, you look back and what, what got you on this track? Was it something you aimed for or was it accidental? Can you please describe the mm, process, the journey? It definitely was accidental in the sense that when I started my Facebook page in 2015, 16, around that time, I just wanted to create a platform where I would be sharing my artworks and then fast forward to 2018 my friends were asking me if i could teach them how to paint or create money yeah in person and it, the idea just randomly popped into my mind to create a video of me painting or something like that so i created this 30 second video and sent it to my friends but i never thought of uploading it to the internet and wow. yeah you know that's pretty similar to the Khan Academy story where uh, the Sal Khan who's now one of the world's most famous oh yeah, yeah I heard right? about it yeah. he, he just started by tutoring his uh, niece. niece right and then it became a global platform yeah <laughs> even I, I just I registered he opened another project called schoolhouse dot uh, dot world really yeah which is about actually a peer-to-peer -peer teaching like let's say i want to learn something one-on-one -on -one and someone wants to volunteer because that guy or girl knows the subject oh really he'll connect us oh wow just yesterday so this small thing about teaching the the, the niece became such a similar yeah, there are yeah that's similar yes yeah, yeah yeah so i was thinking about that when you told me that story the first time yeah uh yeah and i uploaded it one year later because mm -hmm. i finally thought that the video was brilliant <laughs> Uh, when, I, the, when I said it to my friend, I thought it was very silly. And I had this idea that I will only post very serious uh, paintings on my social media. <laughs> and then um, I decided, okay, I'm going to post it. And I posted it. And yeah. it was interesting to see it unfold. It wasn't something Did that happened. Viral? No, 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 not, not to the extent I'm well known now. And it happened slowly. Slowly and then all and, at once. Yeah, and then I think because I venture into many different fields, I don't just 
I didn't just stick to painting. I just started doing other things too and sharing it somewhat on my page too. So the more I did new things such as competing in a beauty pageant <laughs> or um, writing, I also put in these other aspects of my life into my page. And so I think my audience in a way saw me grow or like venture into other things right. that they might be something took the that journey with you. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. On the journey. Most yeah. of your audience are all the audiences. Hmm? Most of your most of the people that are watching your content are people that that found you discovered you early on the no, uh, not most of them. Uh, but like I had a, I had a my key group of followers that were there with me from a from really long time. Wow. So they but then did how would you describe them like are they kids are they from middle class families like what is their mm. demographic um, no they're they're our age oh, i think okay. um, and there are kids too and there are aunties too that's what i love about my uh followers i i go outside and sometimes people come up to me and say my daughter really likes your paintings or like the way you make your videos mm -hmm. and a few hours later or not hours like in part a few days later i might meet another person who says that their uh, mother loves waits for my my videos to come wow. so i have that's the whole my <laughs> age group yeah that's amazing yeah. do you get a lot of like uh, ego boost from that mm, ego boost yeah. Not really. Um, my ego boost. Um, but it, it definitely feels great to yeah. have support and love of so many people. Mm -hmm. But I do. I'm one conscious conscious uh, dish, this sorry, decision. Decision that I make is I do not let that outweigh my sense of self. Okay. But I'm very grounded in about what I think about myself. You're not letting the praises get to your head. Yes, because... How do you do that? Um, it even fucks with you know, ordinary people like me. Like yeah. someone praises me, I feel like, oh, I'm so important. Mm. I never feel like that. I'm, I think the fact that I have this other Masuda Khan in my head who's constantly criticizing me, I'm very self-critical. Really? Yeah, I think that's something that helps me balance the praise I get okay. with uh, yeah. With uh, yeah. being grounded and being humble. I think so. She's very harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, this is something people probably um, deal with. Uh, and and you were mentioning that you started to teach your um, cousin, right? And then friends. friends of why why did you choose like most a lot a lot of people would do it outside the internet why did you choose to get involved with the internet per se or social media sites was it because they were rising around the same time you were growing up or was it something mm -hmm. i created something and i definitely wanted people to see it i want i thought yeah, maybe my family and friends like it perhaps there are people out there who might like seeing it too and okay. I just put it out there for just anyone to stumble upon. Okay, what was that exactly? What? The 30 second painting. Oh, the video? Yeah. You're talking the about first, the video here? first content. Yeah, it was 30 or 20 seconds and I made it, it, it was very silly. It was me what drawing was an egg. 
You're drawing and I d- you're made recording it with a camera. Yeah, my phone. From the top. No, 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 no. From the angle. On my hand, I had the camera, and on my other hand, I had the pen. <laughs> and I, on selfie mode, I created a video. Hello, and welcome to Masu Ake. Achke Masu Agbe Dim. And then I could Dim Ikechi. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's quite inspirational in the sense that, uh, you know, early starts are always a bit messy. The sound quality may not be right. But that's, I think, our sound quality, my. Just an example. I, achha, one thing I did is I made sure that there was some sort of organization in the chaos. Like, okay. yes, my I'm not using a tripod. I'm not using a stable here. Mm-hmm. But I'm making sure that my, my, my recording is firm and the framing is somewhat okay. And there is a story? What? Somewhat of a story in the, in the video? Like a, sometimes. Sometimes there's there's an not. Ending. No, sometimes there's a wow end. factor there. What is she doing? <laughs> or why is it so random uh, but sometimes I like to keep my audience surprised hmm. sometimes I might have a story sometimes not okay interesting interesting yeah that that's uh, something because I wanted to emphasize yeah you were saying sorry to interrupt you no 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 because if it's too monotonous I think oh then the, then it becomes yeah. predictable and yeah. predictability is always boring to me it is yeah to everyone I think even in my life I like to do unpredictable things like what? like participating in Miss Universe Bangladesh right and or going to China <laughs> perhaps yeah I like that mm. so yeah these oh, yeah. things are very novel and this this is what keeps life interesting I just want to finish the last point I wanted to emphasize from your story uh, it's a very entrepreneurial journey in a way even though you're an artist mm. uh, it maps perfectly onto an entrepreneur's journey to building a product so when uh, we start to build a software or, or uh, write code or we also try to I mean I mean what can I say there's always that instinct to to be perfect right but to be perfect means to never launch yeah right so yeah. there's a saying by one of the leading investors of silicon valley which is if you launch uh, i mean if your product is perfect then you've launched too late right so just just getting things out there which you have inside you yeah you know you don't let a lot of artists are very perfectionist. they bid themselves over perfectionism and they don't get the product out they don't get the art out to the public yeah that's what separates you because there are many, perhaps many artists who are more, you'd agree with this as well, more qualified in terms of skills, right? Yeah. But they're not as popular. Why? Yes. Can you, can you talk about this phenomenon? Why, what, what, what separates you from these, you know, people? Not to demean them, of course, just to understand the two different ways um, of approach. I don't know. I think everyone's very scared of putting their things out there because their fear of judgment fear of judgment criticism yeah and i i don't have that at all but it doesn't like judge i don't mind people judging me that's okay <laughs> so i think that's the main uh, point mm-hmm. that's um that's, that's driving me drives that you drives me and um i also okay with criticism like i like yeah, that's criticism the most important thing to have and i think i have a look yeah, criticism is like, what can I say? Criticism, embracing criticism is the ultimate act of bravery because after that, a person can literally kill you, nothing else, right? Yeah. After criticism, it's just physical abuse. Yeah. 
that's the line and that's a very big line because 90% of the people can only attack you verbally yeah not 99% even 99.9 yeah. so once you immunize yourself vaccinate yourself mm-hmm. against criticism like you vaccinated yourself today yeah. so how was the feeling of vac- getting vaccinated well, it didn't hurt at all not at all not at all awesome it was lovely um, yeah so. <laughs> so everyone get vaccinated it's yes, lovely please. experience lovely yeah. <laughs> it is uh, and uh, yeah it doesn't feel anything yeah you know? it was we fun. should all get vaccinated it was fun fun super fun <laughs> anyway so uh, going back to the point what was the point the point I think was uh, oh another thing I'd say <laughs> it's I also constantly try to improve myself with the criticism. Oh yes, criticism. And I make sure that oh, so at at one point, because my first ever video was of me, just drawing an egg with just a pen and paper, not too much work, not too many layers, or nothing very grandiose. Grandiose, yeah. So people and. After a while, I started making paint uh, videos where I drew something more realistically. Mm-hmm. And then I heard some comments were negative. They're like, oh, I miss the old Masuake. She used to make more simple videos, etc. And then I, I listened to that. Mm-hmm. And I ventured <laughs> into making simple videos again. But then there was bigger criticisms from even more people. They're like, why is she famous at all? What's so great about this? <laughs> like, what? Well, she can't even draw. Why is it so simple? <laughs> and then I, it was very fu- interesting to me to see all this debate regarding me. So, you know, the more you practice, the more you put things out there, you realize what exactly you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is so important, what you just mentioned. I just want to emphasize this again. Another entrepreneurial aspect of this is listening to users' feedback. Mm. We call them users, your, your mm. audience. It's the same thing. The people who are consuming our art, media, art software, we have to listen to them. And you listen to them, mm. right? Actively listened. You do not ignore their requests. You're listening and you adapted your style as much as you could. Yes. Right? And every time I tried to address you, oh, you missed that, I'll try to create something like but that. But then you came to another conclusion which is like basically that no matter what I do people are not satisfied yeah yeah what what came after that and after that it was a mix so I I after that I think I got a true superpower which is you discovered your I discovered that oh yes not exactly my style now I discovered I have to mix and create something even more random or a, a nice. I have to combine things. Like Interesting. It does, and I realize it doesn't have to be perfect. Perfect. Mm. It's okay if someone doesn't like it, but I create something. I don't know what exactly to say. Like it was an eye-opening moment for sure. I just knew what I needed to do after that. After these two minutes. Things after seeing that people weren't are gonna criticize anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's an amazing thing to internalize. That no matter what you do, you can't make everyone happy. In other words, right? Yeah, but also I did try. Uh, I decided that I'm going to stick to creating um, artworks mm-hmm. that have a message, okay. perhaps. 
but then again uh, keep the randomness factor right right and can you like as you were describing some of these things can you give an example from your work like takumar july or something just to make it more relevant to the people who are already exposed to this oh, your yeah. work yeah. Uh, examples so the takumar july Thing. Like you said, you want a message, right? So let's talk yeah. about something from your creation which holds a message. Alright, so um, perhaps the painting I created for the UNHCR yeah. 70 years, um, yeah, there was an exhibition for that and an art competition. So I created a painting regarding the Rohingya issue. And that was, I thought, what about it? It was some, uh, it was a painting that I created and I had very strong feelings about the people. Mm. And I thought it was very well, important for me. Strong enough for you to write a research paper on it. No, that was, oh yeah, that, that's a different instance, but yeah. But related. Related, yeah. Yeah, we'll come to that in a bit, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you see, I took this very real situation, this genocide that's happening to these people, and that just break my, that breaks my heart, yes. and put it into a canvas. Uh, so, you see, it's, I created, mm -hmm. I created something yeah. that... Take your time to think, it's okay. <laughs> we need to think. You created yeah. something, perhaps, which, which sort of, like uh, gave an outlet to your emotions that you felt yeah and also I so that you don't have to feel it anymore you've already expressed mm, it right? no, no no i still feel anger about the issue perhaps less perhaps no i still feel strongly angry about this okay. issue that why would any there are people and they do not have a place to they don't have a land of their own how can we let this, how did it reach to this point? Point where millions of people don't have a, this is such a, such a interesting yeah. and simple way to put it. But how did we reach a state where we have millions of people, like this is absurd, literally, if you really think about it. We yeah. have millions of people from another country with no accommodation, no access to education, no citizenship, just floating, yeah. just existing. Yeah. For what purpose, to what end? So what really, is the plan with Yeah, so this thought I painted the, the painting with their identity being very um, shaky. stationary. Stationary, shaky. So yes. So I painted oh, yeah, them no, in a no Opposite of stationary, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Floaty. Oh, floaties. Floaty. Yeah. And uh, What's so, the opposite of stationary? <laughs> I don't remember. So, yeah. Yeah, the opposite of stationary, yeah. exactly. But, like, um, what was your question? Yeah, the question was, like, how like you would you know how you would give an example right mm -hmm. to to describe your philosophy like from your artwork as you're describing certain things or certain way of doing things right there is no philosophy a day philosophy no philosophy the philosophy was that you want to you want to have some meaning you want to tell a story yeah through your work and then you but said it also has to be random sometimes like it Rohingya was random? No, that that wasn't. Something, Sometimes it, it was building up inside yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You were observing the yeah. incident, it's building up, I building up. Yeah, in the very beginning of this podcast, I said, I think something up along those lines. That um, my paintings 
I have to um, be both. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I like the title of this. Nana Rongi Rongin Tar Origin. Yeah. The the writer is probably underpaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. She's probably a great writer. That's probably her passion or else mm-hmm. only a writer can come up with titles like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we would like to continue the discussion. And uh, we were talking about art, like uh, a popular conception, a popular opinion people hold these days, which is uh, they look at art by uh, Jackson, Pollock, and then uh, what's his name? The, the Andy Warhol and these people who just paint like literally, uh, what do you call it? Sprays or, or blast colors on a canvas and call that art. Whereas... I mean, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, they had such realistic depictions of human beings, Mona Lisa, you know, characters like Mona Lisa. And, and are we getting away from real art? I mean, what is nah, this? I don't agree with that because... There um, no, seems to be no effort involved in modern uh, artists. The thing... I, there are a number of points to be made here. Okay. I think, first of all, we have cameras. Uh, photographic oh, cameras. Interesting, interesting. Right? Yeah, so we, we don't need... The realistic depiction as much as we did before beautiful yes 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 so right now what we mm-hmm. need from a painting or an, a piece of art an art installation or anything um, we need the expression of a feeling an emotion okay so um, yeah sometimes abstract art I, I find them myself maybe a bit disappointing what's going on here why does it look like uh, my five-year-old five cousin made it? But then again, sometimes there are abstract art or pieces that just make you feel a, feel a different kind of energy, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's what we are aiming for when, we, when, I, when you look, look at something and it makes you go like, wow, or like it makes you stop a moment and think, let it be very simple. But if it makes you think and stop, it makes a number of people do that. That's That's, that's successful art. Successful art. Interesting. Yeah, you, I really, it, it struck a chord in me because I never really thought like that since phot- photographs or photography has already replaced the need for realistic yeah, depiction of art. That's what I think. Yeah, that's that's something really also, original. And along with photographs, I think um, photorealistic paintings are also very popular too, Kinto. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the most popular, I think, right? There's not really. I mean, it's it's I a very like interesting time for art right now. There is so much more... What, do you, what would you call it? So many more people coming together aware of art, aware that they can create art. So it's very mixed. You have everything at the moment. It's a mixture of different types of art. Mm, yeah. Different mediums. There's video, there's objects, there's performance art, and everything comes together, I think, in the 21st century. Is podcast an art? Sure. Huh. I would think so. 
it's creative it's orna- it's an ornament for time so it's someone listening to this is consuming this our voices hmm. and it might make them think might make them feel inspired in some way yeah yeah so, yeah so this is also another for uh, medium 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 to convey art uh yeah um Right. So how did you uh, I wanted to ask you how did you meet uh, Moshe Mishu? Moshe Mishu and the whole cartoon people gang. I met them in 2016. Mm. There was this booth and this art fair um and there was an artist sat and they said if you draw me I will draw you a oh. caricature for a caricature. among the artists yeah and anybody could just, even a normal person could come and draw a stick man and the artist would draw them it feels unreal from a movie these things happens in yep, that yep yep tell me more yeah and so i just sat down and started drawing and they were very impressed that i could create a resemblance of the artist and they're like you actually know how to draw I'm like yes and they're like you should join Uh, with us to our sketchbook Saturdays. You were the only girl. No, there were a few. I know one of the few girls in the beginning, because you know Hakka City is not considered as safe. But then again, man, there were I think a handful of girls, four or five. People just showed up. Yeah, ev- yeah. That's very interesting. Magic of the internet, but I didn't find them through the internet. It's a community. Yeah. You how did you find them? through the event this little art thing yeah i find another huge similarity with uh, you know entrepreneur journey essentially really? yeah yeah absolutely because uh, we also have to find the right community right we have to be with people you know as they say you're the average of five people you hang out with really yeah that's that's what they say mm. the scientists i i think are the wise people yes. at least it's folk it's folklore mm. um so you're the average of five people you constantly hang out with so y- we have to surround ourselves in the right community that's yeah. i want to build uh i want to be in the crypto space i have to be around the, in the crypto community or i, I want to be in the ai space I have to be there mm. finance i have I, to I, finance i believe folks. in that too i try to surround myself with people that are creatively active who want to create a positive change into the world right. who are who are all looking for new ideas constantly i i i feel energized i i love company of people who aren't just keep on passing passing that that's that's, that's that's also something i wanted to i caught you know when you said a creatively active you just you didn't, you didn't just say creative you said creatively active which implies that there is a sense of there's output yeah there's always output they're mm. producing something right they're not just yes. closet creatives mm. yeah so that you try to find the people who are actively out there creating stuff and you found your community very early on i yeah. think at the right time when the like this 30,000 people you mentioned this so we have this what is this, this thing a cult. sounds like group. a cult <laughs> yes it's this pretty cultish yeah it, it has all the qualities of a subculture 
of a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, thirty thousand people, over thirty thousand people on Facebook, um, have decided to join this cartoon people group, and we all come. Sorry for the noise. It's alright. It's just tissue. Yeah. Masul, Masul Ake has a cold. Unfortunately, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah. And they all decided that every ter- uh, Saturday is a wonderful time. Every Saturday, 4 p.m. is a wonderful time to come together in different places in all over Bangladesh and just to draw and call it Sketchbook Saturday. So it's Beautiful. a community. Sketchbook Saturday. Yeah, and we used to go Where, out. It was there a specific location? No. It was pre Every Saturday it changed. We just let everyone know the day before on Facebook. We'll be here. Jo- feel free to join anyone with a sketchbook and pencil in hand. Just come, show up. Just show up. That's how. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. And the pe- it, it, it's not happening anymore because of the pandemic. I was about to ask. Them. But yeah. We'll is, it, is the community still active? Yeah. Very active. Wow. So, uh, any aspiring artist who wants to, you know, like um, find a community of like-minded people yeah. and perhaps find it in this yeah in this community cartoon what people. Do, how do they find cartoon people cartoon people it's a group on facebook yep facebook. cartoon people all right amazing so um hmm. so um about the future now that you have well oh let's talk about money it's important. A lot of people, when they're venturing into the world of art, one of the first questions or uh, problems they have to tackle with their parents or society or family, whatever, it's that, how will they make money? So um, did you have to answer that question for yourself that now that you're venturing into art full time, or at least a lot of your life is dedicated towards creation, how would you monetize that? Mm. Do you think like, like how do you um, think about it? The wonderful thing, here is that um, when I was a teenager and I started putting up paintings on my Facebook, all of my family was convinced that I, I have to study in an art school. They were like, oh, Masuda is an artist. But at that very point, I thought to myself that no, I do not want to study art. <laughs> I don't want to, but like, I might give it a try if I I was always very flexible with my choices. Um, I thought that perhaps I'll give it a shot if I can uh, give the exam. But then I didn't have the grades to sit for the Charukala exams. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, but I was like, I wasn't sad about that because I thought to myself that um, art is something that I know I will one hundred percent pursue no matter what I do in life. If I'm an accountant, my accountant, na. Because I don't have the qualifications. But if I do anything, I know that art will always be there. Mm. But there are also so many other subjects um, that I will never study on my own or know about, you know. And I think I also want a bit of guidance to study some other field that might help me to create my art. So I always had this thought, yeah, I want to study something completely different, like... um, 
anthropology, English, or environmental conservation. I, I had all of these ideas. I wasn't sure what I wanted to study at university, but I knew it wasn't art. Because I thought, I want to merge art with something else, in yeah. whatever I do in life. Right, beautiful. I, I can totally feel the energy here, because in, in essence, in essence, you're saying, since art is something I'm going to pursue anyway, even if I'm a dentist, why not study dentistry yeah. and see if I can connect that with art because at least I'll have that additional skill yeah. which I needed guidance for. Yes, and I really wanted to develop a different skill. Hmm. My, which yeah, can complement the yeah. art. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that's a really beautiful way to think about it because if you're paying for something, why would you pay for something you would do yourself anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> hmm. My, but that doesn't come from a point that I'm cocky that oh I already know art no I know nothing about art but I make sure that I look up to works of great artists I have teachers and mentors who I look up to and take inspiration from all the time even if I think that I've mastered it I'll still keep looking for a way to expand my my expertise expertise pizzazz on the chai on my paintings yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. totally get it um, there was a point in the answer where I thought that uh, family is very important in these kind of pursuits so tell, tell us a little bit about your family tell us a little bit about the kind of environment you were uh, raised in I was raised in, and that's mm, my family. Yeah, your family. Um, I was raised in a very, uh, in an environment that didn't really push me to do anything at all. Like they were like, just live life, be healthy, and do whatever the heck you want. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, if you do not want to do your homework fine don't do your homework my mom um, she's um, she worked in factories in europe and wasn't and my dad too and we were working class um, in italy and my mom during her childhood was told to study so much that she really thought that she didn't want to ruin my interest in studies by doing that too. I see. I see. So she, she went overboard on the other direction. Yeah. She's like, you know what? You should study because you, you find interest in the subject. Isn't it cool that uh, science, this happens, or like maths or English, you can write things. She, what I love about my mother is she really did plant a seed of passion to whatever thing I decided to do. You know? be it art or studies, she really knew how to use some sort of psychology or something that it made me want to pursue studies. The other day you were telling me to drop out, but you know, I, I strongly feel that I actually want to study. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as long as you feel that way, you know? Yeah. It, one day you may feel that yeah, Bach was right. I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too, and this also. Yeah. Wh whereas I have my mind set out now that oh, I'm gonna complete this degree. 
but I also know that a part of me also might think maybe in f- six months, no, I'm not going to study anymore. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. You're unpredictable to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Yep. You I don't am. know what you're going to do in the next... I have a slight Clue. idea, but uh, <laughs> it's not... Look, are you I, reckless? Yeah. You're reckless? Yeah. With your personal life? Yeah. Really? Reckless. I don't think too much. Oh. I'm like, I'm in Dongshukuri. <laughs> That's... You got to like, need parental supervision. <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to say something, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Anyways. No, you were saying that, uh, you, you, like, before that we were talking about, like, you can't predict your own self, but you have a rough idea where you want to see yourself in the future. I, the, yeah, like, what I meant by saying that I cannot predict myself is, like, a year ago I would have never predicted to have participated in Miss Universe Bangladesh 2020 mm. and I would have never thought that I'd, I'd make it to the top 10 and that here I am today. Yeah, exactly. That's like one so or two... So that's pretty reckless, I think. Interesting. So in that context, yeah. you mean reckless. Uh, beautiful. And I think, oh. I personally feel everyone deserves to have one or two incidents like this in their life which cements the fact that life is all about showing up and trying and yeah. the rest will follow yeah it's really it's really like you. that yeah. Um, yeah this is another common theme because entrepreneurs are inherently very optimistic because without optimism there's 1000 way a product can fail a company can go wrong right mm. so without this level of insane optimism unrealistic optimism you can't get things done so when we're gonna let's say send that so when you sent that application, you had that, you shared that same optimism. That I wasn't optimistic. Whatever you were, you were like, at least you showed up. 90% of success is showing up. Mm. You showed up, you got <laughs> in the top 10. Now you're a certified? Miss Universe. Certified, beautiful person <laughs> of the country. Oh, God. Yeah. What was that I said? Certified? Yeah. Certified. Certified, beautiful. Certified, beautiful. Beauty. <laughs> yes. So this this happened and then yes, let's 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 go back. I think we left the previous conversation unfinished about the uh, upbringing. So yeah, I was nurtured in a way to follow my passion. Which is very dra- different from a Bengali upbringing, a typical middle class Bengali upbringing where yeah. parents are constantly on the throats of their kids to study, mm-hmm. study, study yeah. or else you're going to die. So there was no fear in your mom? No. That you'd end up in the streets? No. Or something like that? Um, <laughs> after I, f- I failed my A-levels the first time, I started, uh, I was very depressed for an entire year. And my mom, while she did tell me, Jay, you want to eat too? She did say about uh, what's going on. Why are your grades so awful? Yeah. But uh, she said it once and I told her that I am try I did give my 100% and I don't know why the results came out the way they did. Yeah. But um, it was then that my mom said, you know what, it's fine. Don't be depressed this way. Just do something else. Be anything in life. That's fine. Okay. Um, what, about, what about your father? What was his role in your life? 
don't know. <laughs> um, my parents divorced when I was three years old, and he was there time to time. And um, I remember being six years old on on the New Year's Eve of twenty two thousand what two thousand four. Mm. No, five, 2005, New Year's Eve. I, my mom took me to a long car drive and I thought I was going to the next town. But I woke up 300 kilometers away to the city my dad was living in. Yeah. And I woke up to his embrace. And I remember it as one of the happiest childhood memories I have. And my love for him is te terribly strong, right? But I think we hardly ever meet or talk. It's very, um, it hurts me from time to time. But I really, I wouldn't want to comment on it because I don't know, I don't think he would, be, would want me to talk about it. But I do have uh, a, lot of, a lot of love for him and his family, his two daughters. Mm -hmm. Even his wife. In touch with him? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes you talk. Sometimes. I see. How does it feel to talk to your dad once in a while? Feels good. Feels good. Yeah, but I do see the difference uh, he and my dad, ha mom has, both of them, the, how very different they are. And I'm glad that they're divorced and that they aren't together. They wouldn't create a nice environment for me, or for both of them, if they were together. Right, right. I mean, and that's a very generous interpretation where, you know, you're just saying that the past was better the way it yeah. unfolded. Yeah, definitely. Right. Uh, briefly, you just mentioned casually, you mentioned depression very casually. I just took a quick note of the word so that I can bring it back up. <laughs> Because uh, it's such a serious thing, right? So uh, lots of people every day as we're speaking, someone's... I hope the Azan is not on record. I think the Azan. Okay, all right. Uh, well, is that okay? We'll, 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 we'll continue? We'll, we'll continue, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll continue. Let, let them it's like a Maswake video. It, it's natural. Yeah, it's raw. It's authentic. Someone's going to always give the Azan. It's just life. Yeah. Uh, right. So depression, right? Uh, as we're speaking, someone is literally trying to kill themselves mm. on pills, doing overdosing on drugs. Every corner of the world, someone's, someone's going to a forest to die in Japan, someone's jumping off a cliff from, uh, you know, Golden Gate Bridge, someone's yeah. jumping. Like, so many ways people are dying, so because of this uh, particular illness, depression. So, uh, how did you personally uh, find your way out of depression? What was your, you um, know, one year is a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah, how did you find your way out? I just took a, I took a step back and thought about all the resources I had at hand and what I can do with them. I started planning my way out of the situation I was in. I was bad at studies. I didn't have the grades, uh, good enough grades for me to apply for a scholarship abroad. So I was depressed for that. Um, I felt very cons. Constrained. Constrained. Suffocated. Suffocated. And I felt like a burden that 
I can't even pass these stupid exams. <laughs> and um, and A levels are so expensive too. They take up. Yeah. 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 And my mother, with, with her hard earned money, she never told me money. She never pushed me. Yeah, that's so like expensive. I felt it myself. Oh, she's so sweet. Yeah. And. Yeah. Can we pause it for a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we were talking about um, essentially uh, the role of fathers in our lives, and you said that you're cool with this arrangement, and you see how this is. Like you have this. I mean, I would say that you have this way of looking at the very optimistic way of looking at the past and giving it a spin, where the past serves you. It doesn't destroy your present. Mm. It uplifts your present. Yeah. You could you could tell yourself a story where father was an evil man, but you're not doing that. Many people do that. Right. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I'm I'm I know that he 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 does love me. I see that every time I talk to him, but I'm not gonna say it again because I don't want. I don't think he would like me to talk about this. The yeah. family matter. But Jaihok, okay. <laughs> but I do have love for me for him, and that is the truth. You know? That's the truth. That's so the truth. I, I, that I can say for real. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love doesn't always mean. I mean, see, the worst emotion is indifference, right? Yeah. When you don't feel anything for anyone, yeah. even hatred is better than indifference. True. So uh, you know, you feel love. That's the best of emotion, mm. and it can be mixed with anger. I mean, without him, be... I wouldn't be here, and I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Without his yeah. sperm cell. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of glad, man. Yeah, there were some genetic components in there which were like yeah. critical. In yeah. Do you think uh, this brings back? This brings us to a very critical debate of our times, which is, is is artistic ca- capacity capability? Is it genetic? What do you think? Oh. Or is it something you? It's something you're born with, is something you can cultivate, or is it a, like what do you it's think? It's everything. Um, I definitely had a drive, a, an inbuilt passion towards pen and paper. Even as a toddler, I'd be scribbling things down, I'd be drawing. Oh, and oh, but it's also nurture in the sense that I, my mom would like instead of giving me. Uh, I... That's the truth. And yes, so what what what's your plan five ten years out from now? Oh. Yeah. How where do you see yourself? You're pretty young. How old are you? Um, you don't ask a lady her age. Oh, I'm kidding. Cool. I'm twenty three. Twenty three. So you got you got like eighty seventy years up ahead of you perhaps hopefully hopefully yeah let's pray so um, where do you where do you see yourself in let's say five ten years out from here i don't like this question at all everybody keeps asking me and um everybody every interview where do you see yourself in five years um, yeah you okay. don't even know where you're gonna see yourself in six months no because that's because yeah um Three i take random months. 
I make random choices in life. Would you call them random or would you call them the driven? Or they're organized team? randomness. The team, the team is to keep exploring creative fields. That is the thing. To keep exploring things that might make me creative, might help me create things in life that have an impact to overall society, people around me. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that might help me achieve a new skill. That is the thing. In five years, I see myself perhaps having a bigger impact than mm-hmm. I have now yeah. in society. And um, I know for sure one thing, I- I'm gonna uphold this uh, Masuake art challenge, which is Takurumar July. I'm committed to it. So every July, I know I'll be drawing mm. Takuma Julie characters. Wherever you are. Wherever I am. And I'm going to create another challenge, which is Marche Bhate Bangali. So it's going to be in the month of March. And you there... Take, taking over two months. Yeah, two months. I know two these months. two, I know for sure where, what I'm doing. But <laughs> other than that, I do not know. I know that what I... About, what's your, I'll your degree? My that degree? That you're going to have a degree put four years behind this. Oh. My plan with that is I have when I can pursue art and all that without any fear. Oh my god, what if I fail in this? It's a huge backup. Yeah, that's that's what the degree is for. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very well thought. But also like I also see myself doing so many things. Like I might be researching about linguistics. I found writing my papers every semester. Hey, do you want me to order chicken? Chicken? Yeah. Sure. No, no, no not chicken. No. Um, what do you want? I don't know. Uh, can you, can you? I think I've had too much caffeine. Mm-hmm. How do you, what do you eat for that? Uncaffeinated. Yeah. But I don't want to have carbs. <laughs> Alright, let's wrap it up and then we can yeah. go to Starbucks. Starbucks? Yeah. Go to Starbucks. Really, right next door. I'm not even kidding. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Bangladesh. Yes. I think I, because of the vaccine, I'm, I have a temperature now. I'm a bit feverish. Not really. I'm feeling very feverish. But it's coming. Uh, we're gonna wrap uh, to wrap it up. I just is, is there any long last to wrap it up? We're gonna ask each other if we want chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we want chicken, right? That's at the end of the day. It's all about eating. If you nah, don't eat, bullshit. <laughs> People put way too much importance on eating. Okay, okay. Manush kete kete Right, right. Then you, what is life all about? What's the meaning of life? If it's not eating, what okay, is it? Okay, it is about eating a bit. But it's also about uh, going out for a run. It is also about creating things, art, works, or like... the yeah. end of the day, it's life about is about survival. In this survival and not only survival. Human life is also about creating a better future or creating things, hmm. inventing. 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 Invention. Life is about invention, to me. Human life, right, certainly. That's what separates us from the other species, right? Yes. This drive for invention Inventions and innovation. and innovation. Right, so life is not just about eating and surviving and having sex and producing babies. It's more yes, than sir. that. 
Yeah. Let's end at that note. Yes, I like this. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's exactly you guys right. have a great uh, evening. Or morning. Uh, morning, wherever you're listening from. And uh, forgive, uh, forgive our inconsistencies or uh, disorganization or if the sound quality is bad. It's just, uh, it's going to keep on getting better. That I can promise you. Bye-bye. Bye.